Hey guys, before I start out, I want to say that this is a special fan game for some of the people on our Patreon. I want to personally thank Duck Moo, Prax Kel, and Razor Clown for choosing me to run a game for them. And hopefully they don't regret it too much. Anyway, I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. David Alber, Tom Bransfield, Christopher Durback, Azuron, Fairy's Tale, Warren Cummings, Matt Burr, Rake, Sam Stanfield, David Bellinger, Marius Salisbury, and Jamie Denholm. Thanks for being our falling stars. The energy starts to increase around the dirigible. Uh, wispy lines turn thicker and thicker around you, and suddenly there is a blast of light. Somehow, Donathan, despite this blast of light, you feel like you're being transported to some place that your mind is protecting you from seeing. But you're able to steer through it somehow, through things. All you can see is, say, things. And then, zoo, you appear above what, near what looks like a mountain range of some sort. And before you have a chance to think about it, you realize that you seem to be falling as the dirigible, as you look around, is mostly in pieces and on fire. Herschel, are you doing the devil's geometry again? I should have carried the one, it looks like. (laughs) (laughs) The camera zooms over the ocean, past uh, boats of happy families, just on either on their yachts or just on the small fishing boats, through the coasts of Hawaii, through beautiful beaches, through wonderful uh, people in bathing suits, enjoying the sun, enjoying their vacation away from home. And it zooms far, far past Hawaii, through the ocean, to an island, a small island called Circumstantial Island, a couple of miles away from Hawaii, an island owned by Tesladyne, where those individual scientists are allowed to experiment with theories or subjects that even by Tesla dying standards are a bit out there. And it is there, as we're zooming through, where we go to one large uh, two-story building. We go inside through numerous rooms, lots of explosion sounds happening, one screech, and into one room. Sitting in the room is a tallish uh, woman, uh, dark skin with braids in her hair, sitting in a chair, waiting for three people that she called in. Uh, with her clipboard on her desk, taking some notes. Who walks in first? Herschel does. <laughs> Apparently nice. Herschel does. Okay. Herschel, as you walk in, what do you look like? Uh, Herschel is uh, an older, maybe in his mid-50s, uh, Caucasian man, absurdly tall, like six, six, seven, um, corpulent, uh, yet somehow seems to fit into a set of schmedium clothes, <laughs> but not very well, uh, with one of his uh, arms pinned up from a, a arm he's lost in the war. It doesn't ever tell you which war, but, you know, one of the wars. Wait, which arm? It changes daily. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure how that works, but, you know, today it's the left. He's All only right. allowed to have one arm. To, nobody cares which one. <laughs> okay. Cool. I, I mean, I mean, it's it's fine. 
And you see, sorry, just give me a second. <laughs> okay. You see the woman look up. Uh, Herschel, you know this woman as Cynthia Marshalls. She looks up. Herschel, thanks for coming in. Uh, how's the, she looks at your right arm and realizes that's not the arm today. Looks at your left arm. How's your arm today? Good. It's still missing. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, why don't you take a seat? I'm still waiting for the next person. Yes. And I'm assuming you take a seat. Oh, yes. yes. And before we go, start, Herschel, that arm thing sounds really funny. It sounds, sounds like an aspect you should add to your character. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> is the aspect which arm is it today? It could be. Now, here's the thing. With uh, one thing I didn't mention before, fate points. There's a way for you to get fate points. You start with three. I'm giving you three to start out with. But you can get more if I compel one of your aspects. So basically make you do something by saying that one of your aspects would make you want to do it or make you fail in some way. And that's how you get a fate point. So when you word your aspects, it, you want to be, it to be beneficial, but you also want it to be said in a way that basically I can use it against you to give you free fate points. All right. So, yeah. So I'll let you think on that. Because honestly, that arm thing has to be something. That is hilarious. <laughs> Who walks in next? I didn't say Trevor will walk in next. So in walks Trevor McGinty, a big kind of like pleasantly round and chubby uh, guy in a lab coat with a uh, nicely trimmed, but very full reddish blonde beard. Um, He's not wearing his cowboy hat today, uh, but he is petting uh, what looks like a chinchilla, but is in fact now anyway, a saber tooth chinchilla. And it's, He's got a little, you know, little thing in its hand. He's petting it and its tusks are so big. Like they're going over the edge of his hand. He's like, sorry, I'm late, Joe. And he, you know, saunters over to the table, sits next to Herschel. He goes, hey, big guy. He keeps petting his little dude. Ah, tusks. Good for sledding in the snow, I see. I don't think this guy would like snow too much. He's kind of a warm weather critter. Why don't you take a look? And hands the... uh, Sabertooth chinchilla over to Herschel. Hungry, <laughs> 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 isn't he? <laughs> oh, he's always hungry, pal. Believe it. Uh, okay. And you see uh, Cynthia's like, Trevor, uh, oh, Tuss this time. Mm-hmm. Well, better than a scorpion tail, I guess. Oh, that's next week. Don't worry about it. This whole herbivore to carnivore thing, it's going great. I was, I was joke. Okay, sure. All right. Oh, no, take inspiration wherever it comes. And uh, Trevor, considering how you appear, think of an appropriate aspect. And Donathan, sorry. Yeah, Donathan Narkles. Uh, Yeah, so after about five more minutes, uh, Donathan walks in. Uh, He's kind of average height, you know, 5'8", 5'9", very skinny, uh, ridiculously so. Um, and he's got his, his, uh, lab coat tied around his waist because the lab coats are required gear, but he refuses to wear it correctly. Um, uh, he, he's covered in dirt and just little scratches. He's, he's appears to have been playing in, in, in some dirt, uh, there's various colors and he, he takes his monocle and puts in his greetings. Donathan, how are you today? I'm doing quite well and yourself quite all right please take a seat yes of course and he walks over and he picks up his stool where should i take it 
You hear oh. a deep sigh of someone who oh. heard so many of your corny, corny jokes and goes, are you sure you're not a dad? Because every time you say stuff like that, I am just curious. I am 87% sure I am not a father. During that exchange, Trevor is belly laughing and just oh, loves it. Please sit down, Donathan. Very well. And he, uh, he sits down still holding the stool. Fine. Uh, Cynthia takes a minute to like, write one final note. She stands up. So the reason I've called you in here is there is a mission that requires someone to go over there. Now, normally we go with more, she looks at you guys, physically capable individuals. But sadly, we're sort of short-staffed due to, and then she has a distant look in her eyes, circumstances. <laughs> he holds the chinchilla a little closer. <laughs> anyway, it seems like a simple oddity that I, we just want you to investigate, make sure there's nothing weird or super sciencey going on. Probably nothing. But, well, here's the thing. And she turns, looks, she pushes her hands behind her and the screen goes down. And it changes to a, a scene of Earth orbit. You can see part of the Earth and what looks like a just a view of space. And it's static for a little while. And then for some odd reason, there's sort of like a fritz of energy that almost feels like there's like a, there was an error with the re, with the camera. And suddenly there is like a streak of what looks like from from some sort of meteorite striking it towards the earth. Now we're not exactly sure, maybe it was an error, maybe it's because we've detected numerous meteorites heading down to the planet numerous times, it happens all the time, but we have a suspicion that might be something weird. And if that thing was to land, it might've burnt up, so you might find nothing, but if it didn't, it would land here. And she points at a map of America, she zooms in closer and you see a town, a small spot next to a town called Red Ox, Oklahoma. Oh, hey, I got cousins there. Uh-oh. <laughs> Do you now? Yeah, yeah, I'm from North Texas, and uh, how sure are we that that's uh, one of them dangerous meteorites? I personally don't have any idea. All we know about Red Ox, Oklahoma, honestly, is it's... The people there don't say much, and the only work there is at the local quarry. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Nothing bad's ever happened at a quarry. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> only in earth quarries. Other quarries are fine. And Trevor, since you have family there, it seemed appropriate that you'd be one of the people chosen to head over there and figure things out. Oh, sure. Great. Okay. Now, sadly, uh, we're the planes. Are, none of the planes are available due to circumstances. But we do have the dirigible. All right, so you can take that. It, the journey may be a little longer than you would expect, but you know what? We have plenty of food, so you should be fine. Good luck. Hear that, buddy? We're going on a blimp ride. You're sure it's red? Well. <laughs> <laughs> and do you guys do anything last minute before leaving the island? Oh, uh, yeah. Get a bag of frozen mice. Mm-hmm. Always need that. <laughs> uh, Donathan fills his pockets with uh, rock samples from various uh, celestial bodies. 
bring with him. He's, he's going to need something to do on the ride there. Uh, Herschel definitely goes back to his lab and overstuffs his uh, briefcase with all of his equations that he thinks he might need on this excursion. <laughs> now, before we start out, do you guys decide on your aspects? Right? I need to write them down so I can use them against you, just in case. Uh, let's start with Donathan. Uh, if you need time to think, I can move to somebody else. Yeah, move to somebody else. Trevor. Uh, I picked uh, your science pal. Your science pal. I like it. All right, one second. All right, uh, Herschel. Uh, I've chosen limbs out of phase. Limbs <laughs> out of phase. Yes. <laughs> out of phase. I love this. All right. Hey, Hirsch, is that supposed to? No. <laughs> I know it's not. <laughs> and just so you know, you can also ask me to compel you yourselves if you want more fate points. Yeah, excellent. Donathan, you got anything? Uh, Donathan is going to have Don't Call Me Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> Dawn is short for Donald, not Donathan. A very distinct name. <laughs> so you guys head off towards uh, the Tesla Dyne dirigible. One would call it old, considering it was made in the 1920s and is more of an artifact piece than anything else that should be in a museum. But it still works, so why put it there? So it is a relatively small craft. It should fit you three just fine as you traverse the oceans of Hawaii all the way to Oklahoma. It, as you start traveling there, it's going to take about five days. Do you all guys right. do anything in those five days as you're traveling around in a space that is a little, one could say as tightly crafted as a submarine? <laughs> uh, Donathan would like to pilot the dirigible. Would you now? Yes. Okay. Before we get into that, what are the other two of you doing? Uh, trying to capture any birds that venture too close to the dirigible, even if that's you know leaning out the window with a butterfly net. That works too. Interesting. Okay. Donathan will definitely help you with that. If he sees you going towards the bird, he's going to veer towards it to help you out. Hmm. Lean. Okay. And Herschel. Uh, Starbird. Herschel. Starbird. Which one's Starbird? <laughs> I can never remember. Just go left. <laughs> Herschel pulls a piece of chalk out of his pocket and uh, starts writing equations on the inside of the cramped submarine like dirigible. And uh, is trying to find a faster way from Hawaii to Oklahoma. <laughs> yes. There are many. You guys give me gifts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> First off, I'm going to start simple. Let's see if we can catch something flying by. So I need you, Trevor. Mm-hmm. Give me a, sure, give me a athletics roll. Cool. Uh, can I use physique for that? You're not allowed. Cool. And it's just the number of dice. Plus two, yep. Alrighty, so that's two fours, so that's the middle, so that's zero. I zero, believe. yep. So what you got? Okay, yeah, so it's a two overall. So just a two overall? Yep. You needed, you know what? It depends entirely on how well Donathan flies. So, Donathan, I need you to give well, me like, a vehicle's roll. Okay. So, I am rolling how many dice here? Just the four dice. 
Four dice. Okay. Remember, one or two is minus one. Oh. Four to five is zero. Oh, sorry, uh, three to four is zero. Five to six is plus one. Okay. I forgot you rolled R four, so I should actually be at a one under. <laughs> so I got a one. So you got a one total. One total. Okay. And Herschel, wedding equation. Just give me a science roll. Science. science. Okay, so I got a one and then add one, so two. So here's the thing, Herschel. <laughs> you are trying your best to find the fastest route possible from Hawaii to Oklahoma in a dirigible. And you are so, so very, very close. Sadly, Donathan kind of the steering wheel a little too much and it sort of streaked your calculations, which is a problem because it wasn't your hand that moved the chalk. It was the other hand that didn't exist. Using your distraction to take over for a brief second. I am going to give you a fate point. So instead of three, you and I have four, congratulations. And I'm going to use your aspect limbs out of phase against you. And you see sparking energies flowing from the chalk towards the rest of the ship. That's not a right angle. Donathan, you realize you made a mistake, although no one's around to admit it. You think you're fine. No one will ever know, which is when you start noticing sparks of energy around you. Trevor, you almost grabbed a bird, a seagull, and you're about to swipe it and you get a meal for your animal until electric, uh, some sort of like spark of electricity hits the bird and basically scorches it and starts falling to the ground, to the ocean below. And you start seeing the energy spurt just going all over the ship, touching every single th metal thing, which is everything because it's 1920s construction around you. Donathan's just going to yell from the cockpit. Yeah, it's supposed to do that. I need everyone to give me a physique roll. Oh, before we start, one thing I almost forgot to mention. You see on your character sheets, things below called stunts. These are special abilities that your characters can have. And they're usually in special circumstances, which you can reach. I want you to just take a minute to like read it all. It's just so you know when those circumstances come up to use those abilities. Okay. So anyway, everyone roll a physique roll for me. Ooh, I'm at uh, minus one. <laughs> okay. I'd say four for Herschel. Nice, nice. <laughs> I'm at two. Okay. So the challenge for this was two. So Trevor, you take two stress. Two, you take two physical strikes as you're shocked, as you basically put your hand on a handrail and basically are shocked by electricity. Donathan, I need you to give me one more vehicle roll. This, this was going to be difficulty three. Okay. Now, before you roll, remember, do you have any aspects that can help you? Technically, no, because you haven't created, no aspects were created yet. So yeah. do, before we start then, do you guys want to try to roll, Trevor and or Hershey, do you want to try to see if you can create an aspect? I'll let you do that to help with the situation. Um, I think maybe we have some experience with this dirigible. So I want to try to create the aspect of, hey, remember the last time on the blimp? What skill do you think would be appropriate for this? I would say, let's say rapport. Yes. Okay. So it's, guys, guys, it's like the last time we almost fried ourselves on this thing. I thought we told ourselves we'd never speak of that moment. It seemed relevant. Two, zero, one and rapport is at a plus three so a four overall you create a new aspect called remember that time 
So that is now part of the scene. Let me write that down real quick. Yes. And Herschel. Uh, Herschel is going to try to get the blimp out of here. Um, he's going to start jotting down other equations and see if he can't create a, an escape portal uh, for the entire dirigible. You know what? I'm going to say this. Romeo vehicles. Uh, that is actually not bad. Two plus three, five. The energy starts to increase around the dirigible. Uh, wispy lines turn thicker and thicker around you. And suddenly there is a blast of light. Somehow, Donathan, despite this blast of light, you feel like you're being transported someplace that your mind is protecting you from seeing. But you're able to steer through it somehow, through things. All you can see is, say, things. And then zoom, you appear above what, near what looks like a mountain range of some sort. And before you have a chance to think about it, you realize that you seem to be falling as the dirigible, as you look around, is mostly in pieces and on fire. Herschel, are you doing the devil's geometry again? I should have carried the one, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Always double check your... <laughs> and normally I would have made Donathan roll for that, but that is... I, I know I didn't make Donathan roll, but that was too funny not to use. So you're starting to crash into the ground. And now what are you going to do? You still have those scene aspects. Remember the time? And what was the other one you called it, Herschel? Oh, uh, escape portal. Escape portal, right. So you have two aspects you can use. Donathan, I'm going to need you to give me a vehicle's roll to try not to crash and burn. Okay. And you can use those two aspects. You can use one or two. Each one is going to require use of a fate point if you want to use them. Do I have to tag them before the roll or can, can I do it, do it after? You, you can do it after. Okay. That. Let's see how this goes. If we all die horribly very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, that's whew, that's a negative two to negative one to start. Oh boy! Cool. cool. Okay. Um, now, now remember, you can use a fate point to add my, uh, minus plus two, or use an aspect to re-roll if you wanted to. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and tag. Remember the time. So that's plus two for a reroll here, because I think oh, I think oh, I can so never mind. Better. Re -roll. Okay, re -roll I think it. I think I can do better because <laughs> last time this happened and we went through a portal, there was there was a, a sequence of buttons we could hit to restart the dirigible um, and, and get it going before we die horribly. <laughs> okay. okay, I think it's like the Konami code. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's that's way better. There's a one. That's mm -hmm. a not a thing. That's a, okay. So I'm at zero. Cool. Zero. I made it up to zero. Okay. Now, do you want to use that other, another fate point to get it, make it a plus two? Uh, yeah, I do. I definitely okay. do. Then that is enough to basically crash land the vehicle without taking any damage along the way. So basically, yeah, the dirigible crash lands, basically making a, basically a new quarry in the ground as it goes through and basically stops in front of what looks like a farmhouse. Uh, Trevor tumbles out one of the little porthole windows in a heap and just like breathes deeply and rolls out of the way of some falling uh, on fire debris <laughs> and checks the uh, saber tooth chinchilla to make sure he's okay. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, yep. And they said it would take five days. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan staggers. I, I did the blood code again instead of the Konami code. Oh, gets you every time. 
<laughs> I still have blood to spare, not to worry, friends. Oh, any landing you can walk away from, I guess. Oh. And as and uh Trevor, as you say that, you hear a voice that makes your blood run cold. Now, who the hell is gonna pay for this mess? You know it as Mama McGinty, the oh. mother of your cousins, Stevens and Rubia. Oh, yeah, full body cringe. He's like, he shrivels up, says, of all the farmhouses to land in front of, curse you devil's geometry. Herschel and Trevor hear a voice go like. (laughs) 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 The ones from outside know my family drama. (laughs) Oh, no. It's like soap operas to us. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And you hear like, Trevor? Trevor, is that you? Yes, ma'am. What in tarnation have you done to my farm? I really couldn't tell you, ma'am. I'm real sorry about that. And he like just hangs his head and just walks over. It, it was actually me that did it. I was driving. Her head almost unnaturally snaps towards you. Yeah. It was you. But he was navigating. He was the navigator. Give me a <laughs> give me a deceive roll, Donovan. Uh, oh, good. I got some deceive. <laughs> oh, that is a nice roll. That's that's mm-hmm. five. Yep. You <laughs> actually. Fear made him do it. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm with sorry, five, Trevor. the difficulty of this was two. You succeed with a five. That does it with style. So I'm going to add. I'm not going to add aspects. I'm just going to say, Mom, begin. He looks at you, squints. Hmm, a nice boy like you wouldn't lie. I like you. And then head snaps back to Trevor. <laughs> Now, why can't you be like him? Look at him, all respectable-like. Instead of you looking like you, bringing in a, what is this? This is, oh, I can use, I can probably use that copper. No, I think about it. Oh, no, it's a high-grade copper, ma'am. It's it's pretty good. Don't talk. Don't talk. Yes, ma'am. But speak when I'm talking to you. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. What what are you doing here? You just come to visit? No, ma'am, there was a meteorite. Meteorite? What's a meteorite doing down here? That's what we're here to, to find out, ma'am. You, you want to you pet the new critter I made? Look at him. He's full of love. You see your saber-toothed chinchilla crouch back in fear. <laughs> you, see, you see Mama Ginty stare down at it. Looks weak. I'm working on it, ma'am. <laughs> well, might as well stay the night. It's going to be dark soon. You don't want to be out here in the dark. No, ma'am. Get inside. And you too, honey. She says, she says to Donovan, you too, come inside, honey. And, oh, and thank the, you so much. No, not a problem. And she, her head snapped to Herschel. And who the hell are you? I am Herschel Lovemond, ma'am. Ashante. And he'll like hold out his hand to I'm take not hers. not French. Never French. Give me rapport roll, Herschel. <laughs> Ooh, rapport. Ooh, what's that under? I don't think I have that. You do not, I do believe. Oh, no, I you do not. Plus, uh, plus zero, then? That is a plus zero. Oh, uh, a two. A two? Okay. He's like, not with a, a style. I was like, mm, all right, you look presentable. Come inside. Make sure to wipe your shoes before you come in. I swear to God, if there's any, de- if there's any dirt or burnt bits on my floor, I will kill you. That's no exaggeration, guys. We'd have it no other way. 
And and ma'am, I am Dr. Jonathan Narcos. Oh, a doctor! <laughs> Indeed. Not a medical doctor, however. Oh, well, that's still nice, honey. Can we add an aspect to this scene called Ooh, a doctor? <laughs> Ooh, a doctor. You know what? Roll it. I need yeah. you. I, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I need you to give me a contact roll. Yeah. To right. add Ooh, a doctor to, uh, to when you're dealing with her. Oh. So even so, uh, four, four. Okay, not with style, but he's like, actually, you know what? I'll let you have it with style because it's funny, and actually, being because it's funny. Uh, you so you get a free invoke on it if you want to use it of Ua Doctor. Uh, yeah. When it comes to when it comes when it comes to Mom McGinty, Jonathan thinks it's a good idea if we were. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Technically, there are seven doctorates between the three of us. All right, and let me get rid of the previous scene aspects because that thing blew up. And basically, uh, you're each led into a room. Herschel, you're led into the basement. Donathan, you're led into a very nice room. You see, uh, Stephen had to go out to do a thing off in uh, New York City, so we won't be back for a couple of weeks. So you can have his room; it's pretty nice, it's pretty spacious. You might like it. And if you're interested, I can get you some extra sheet. It might be cold tonight. Oh well, thank- he puts it. He puts on his monocles. Thank you very much, man. Ooh, Your hospitality is very appreciated. Oh, so nice and so fancy. Thank you. And she closes the door. <laughs> Trevor, you have the couch. Oh yeah. <laughs> if if if. Don over here gets Steven's room. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got that. I mean, no, here's the thing. Ruby's room is also open, but you get the couch. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> uh, yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> the basement. So much room for activities. <laughs> no activities. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> You're uh, not my you. mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you see, you hear Mom McGinty from above, from the kitchen go like, if you break any of my china, I'll kill you. <laughs> Yes, Not an exaggeration as aforementioned. <laughs> Note to self, don't break the China. <laughs> don't break China. It's very large. <laughs> and yeah, and basically she lets you inside. And uh, you have a place to rest for the night because it is getting dark. If you want to stay the night, what do you guys want to do? As you're in the farm, uh, Trevor, you... You've visited once or twice, but usually at the farmhouse, you know there is a the nearby town, which is about a mile or two away, called Red Ox, that you can visit. You've never really visited there yourself. Like I said, you usually just came to the farm because there's nothing in Red Ox. Yeah. Uh, for now, I think Trevor's going to want to uh, get a good night's sleep and sleep off the dirigible crash. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, yeah. So, so remove all your stress. Oh, Nice. So yeah, so you're getting some sleep, and what is Herschel and or Donathan doing? Uh, well, since it's not quite, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down and uh, I'm gonna see about a nice home cooked meal. As you're going downstairs, you do smell a home cooked meal, and you see bef- on the table already set for you a bowl of soup. Donathan, is is this for me, ma'am? Uh, of course, I had a feeling you'd be hungry when you came down. <laughs> you you are the heart and soul of this country oh 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 if only rubia and or stevens and or trevor was like you <laughs> if only if only which reminds me 
You two, get your food. Remember, <laughs> he just rolls off the couch and schleps in, like working his shoulder, like, yes, ma'am. Oh, it's soup. All right. <laughs> Sits down, like parks the chinchilla so it can just like lap up some from the bowl. Yeah, and as you're looking at the bowls, uh, Trevor and Herschel, you got you got you got some pieces of meat in your soup. There is literally yeah. just a giant chicken bone in Donathan's. Shoot. Well, and I, I see you are a very generous host too, because at my home, my mother would never allow pets to take. She pauses and snaps her head <laughs> towards a chinchilla. And then she remembers what Jonathan just said. Yes. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm such a kind woman. <laughs> <laughs> All the same. Trevor like picks it up, takes a cube of beef and just like puts it in his mouth and like puts him in his lab coat pocket. It's like, I'll keep his paws off the table, ma'am. Don't you worry. And he like takes his napkin, like shines the spot where he was. <laughs> there we go. Oh, it's good. Thank you, ma'am. Of course it is. I cooked it. Now, why the heck are you all over here for a meteor? Why do you care about a meteor? It's just a rock from the sky. It might pose a danger to all of mankind. Yep. How can a rock be a problem? Oh, let me count the ways. Well, if it brought uh, space craters or space diseases or space gods, sometimes that happens. Um, You know. Mm, Colors of different smells, tastes, and textures. All at the same time, man. Uh, Huh. Well, all right, fine. I mean, I personally haven't noticed much, not the usual activities from red ox just people on the stones and at night of course the partying yeah that sounds normal you've been to town lately auntie um, last day or two got some uh some things uh seeing looking at all the new things family just as you can see i don't have a tv or the interwebs because i don't need i don't need to be corrupted by the influences and stuff but i get to see what the new happenings that's going on in town like that uh, new thing, uh, what's it called? Uh, you know, French. You've heard of friendship bracelets, right? Those oh, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing them, right? Yeah, I think they're coming back because like everyone's having them over there now. It's weird. Wait, say what now? Everyone has friendship bracelets. Do they say something on there? Hmm? Yeah, it's a friendship. Like uh, it's part of uh, being part of. Uh, it's showing they're part of the Red Ox community. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I, they told, mm-hmm. asked me if I wanted one. I was like, "Nah, I don't. I don't need any of that stuff. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with myself and two children who won't live up to anything. And yes, ma'am. Other families who will live up to and serve the Trevor nothing. No, ma'am. Mm. You know, Trevor's a doctor. Are you now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, ma'am. I am a board certified zoologist and a not officially board certified super zoologist they call it that's how come i got this guy herschel give me rapport roll oh rapport i terrible at that yes you are yay <laughs> uh a hot zero oh an animal doctor that's nice I'll yes, ch- check with you the next time lucille and you know lucille's the cow is sick maybe you can you know help her out or something no, no, he's much less useful than that. He's not a vet. He's a zoologist. Wait, is Lucille all right? He looks real worried. 
Well, no, she's she's well, she's been a little under the weather recently. Oh no, what's going on? I don't know. I don't know what exactly is going on. She's just, you know, just she's barely east. She stands around staring into the sky all the time now. It's weird. Never seen a cow do that before. Ma'am, we're all under the weather. Because <laughs> it's in the sky. <laughs> You're so funny. You're so funny. Why can't you be funny uh, like him? I wish I knew, ma'am. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wolfs down his soup and goes runs out to check on the cow. <laughs> yep. Where are you? Well, at least he finished the soup, at least. Thanks and... for the soup, <laughs> He didn't ask to be excused, though. How rude. How rude. <laughs> Cut to, as you guys are finishing your soup, Trevor. Trevor, you go off to see Lucille. Now, Lucille is in one of the older cows, one of the oldest cows around. Uh, but she's still holding strong, still able to produce milk like no other cow can. But as you, you're off into the field and you see in the dark, Lucille, a large uh, black and white cow staring up into the sky, her horns. Give me a notice roll, actually. I do it. I had notice somewhere around here. Oh, there we go. Okay, so the three. Complete under cheese. So plus. One minus two. So that's a plus one. Plus one to notice? Oh, right. Yeah, you don't have. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that's. And right. I rolled bad. Yeah, you rolled really bad. <laughs> yeah, Do rolled, you want to yeah. use one of your aspects? Uh, I will you, uh, use experimental zoologist. Yeah. That would work. Yeah, you suggest you reroll? Uh, yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. the ideal, I think. Dang. Well. <laughs> That's a plus two then. Plus two total? Yeah. That's yes. not bad, yeah. Uh, one thing you notice, like you said, Cal. Now, one thing you definitely remember from Lucille is that her horns definitely did not glow a slight blue. Oh, you going for blue? Now? Wait, you're one of them non-glowing cows, ain't you? Oh, sweetie, come here. Let me get a look at you. Oh, I know, I know. I do have Kindred Beast as one of my stunts. Mm-hmm. Uh to get plus two to do stuff with rapport when trying to calm or communicate with animals. What so, exactly are you trying to do? I'm just trying to diagnose the poor thing and make sure she doesn't gore me with her uh, glowy horns. Roll it. Definitely an overcome. So let's see. Yes. So that is rapport plus five. So that's a plus four. Plus what? Plus four. Plus four? Yes. You look upon it. Is that? And she basically looking sick, like confused and opens her mouth mm-hmm. very, very wide, almost unnaturally so. And you mm-hmm. see something glowing behind her throat. Oh, all right, baby. Just hold on. Hold on. I'm just going to just gonna check inside here. And he's going to like whip out a rubber glove from his back pocket and then just kind of like, all right, deep breath. Ooh, and then just try to go in there and grab whatever it is. Check it out. Uh, no role necessary. You're able to squeeze in deep into uh, the throat and grab mm-hmm. what looks like a thimble-sized rock from the back of the and slowly pull it out. Did you go eat in space rock, sweetie? No, you didn't. No, don't eat in space rock. As soon as you do that, the mouth, her mouth closes and the glow stops on her horns and she turns into her normal self. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, moo. And she like <laughs> scratches her chin and be like, you just helped us do science, girl. Good job. Now... I'm going to compel your experimental zoologist yes. aspect. When you look at the rocket and then you look at your saber-toothed chinchilla yeah, yeah. and think, this could be perfect to make it big and strong. I should I feed mean, this to my chinchilla is a word I said 
out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to make it worse for you. So it's like, well, obviously the problem is if, if the, the space rock lodges in the animal's throat, that's no good. And this is good. So obviously before he feeds it to the chinchilla, he's going to grind it into a fine powder so that he, so it absorbs more fully into the chinchilla system. That's just science. So, (laughs) (laughs) so so as you do that, take a free, get your fate point. So you have another fate point as that's happening. And Herschel and Donathan, are you doing anything to the side as that's happening? Because that happened. Herschel is very delicately eating his soup, mm-hmm. although he has to like grasp the spoon with like two fingers. Mm-hmm. Okay, Donathan. Uh, Donathan is just going to finish up his meal and and ask to be excused from the table so he can freshen up and get some rest. Of, of course, honey, honey, you get your beauty sleep and become tomorrow another beautiful man. <laughs> Well, thank you, ma'am, but my beauty is nothing compared to yours. Oh, oh, if only, if it was a different time, if it was a different time. (laughs) (laughs) There is an 87% chance that he does not have children. (laughs) As you both head upstairs, you see Trevor coming in with, both of you give me notice rolls, Trevor and Donathan and Herschel. Where's my woman? Are, are, are the tusks going already? <laughs> You'll see. All right. <laughs> uh, a five. Five. Nice. Also a five. No, four. Sorry. One, four. One of those was a negative. Four. Okay. Uh, with a four, Herschel. It's weird. Uh, for some odd reason, the chinchillas, the saber tooth chinchillas, uh, tusks are slightly glowing. Donathan, the skill. The it was a four. You go to five. You get roll with six. The high success. Oh, no, Herschel had the higher success. Oh, oh sorry, I misheard. I'm oh, sorry. Donathan, you yep. only saw the glowing. Herschel, oh, whores are glowing. He fed it a space rock. It, Trevor, Trevor, was it? Were its teeth glowing before? <laughs> oh, no. No, that's the latest addition to my little buddy here. Oh, uh, Andy, I fixed the cow. At least you're good for something. Yes, Herschel ma'am. leaps up from the chair and points accusingly at the chinchilla. <laughs> that chinchilla has been eating space rocks. Yeah, I thought it, I thought I'd do a little test, and I know my little buddy here is resilient since he uh, since he survived all the stuff I've done to him so far. And Herschel, uh, you visibly notice as it grew an inch. Well, that's just did science. You, <laughs> did you save me any of that space rock? That's kind of my specialty. And it, no, you've. <laughs> I can see why your auntie is upset with you. He understands. He understands. <laughs> Well, on the bright side, we know what we're here for. Dangerous space rocks. Oh, he plumped up a little bit, didn't he? Look at that. Uh Uh-oh, we've got to make sure other critters in town don't eat this space rock and turn into giant monsters. Don't we? Yes, we go. Nuzzles them. Well, I think the problem is solved. The chinchilla ate it, so we just take the chinchilla back. We can't be sure it is the only space rock. Yeah, I mean, those things come down in fragments, right? That's a space science thing. Yeah, all the time, but well, your your aunt is lovely, and I'd rather just spend a couple of days here. I mean, I don't blame you. Both of you being horrible and all. <laughs> then it's settled. We'll stay here for the night, and in the morning, we shall search the town of Oxtail. Is that what it's called? I can't even remember the name of the town, because it's I that I don't boring. know. It's horrible and made of Oklahoma. <laughs> 
No, that's right. Fox yeah. blood. Oh, wait, no, that's a color. <laughs> I'm technically not allowed in the Midwestern United States, so I'm not here. <laughs> <at all. laughs> what, what color was the rock? Was it ox blood? No, it's like this color right here. And he points at the little tusks. Like, yeah, I really like that. Glowy blue. Like a little, oh. Yeah, like a nice glowy blue, like a sky blue. Because it came from the sky. Oh, it's like symmetry. All right, I'm going to cuddle up with my little buddy here and uh, observe him overnight from right about and he like gets on the couch like plops him on his chest like yeah i'm gonna observe him from right about here uh, you might want to not have him near your throat space space rocks can increase aggression significantly i already gave him gene therapy his aggression is lower than the average saber tooth (laughs) i'm just gonna hole up in the basement where the carnivorous chinchilla does not live yeah, I'll, I'll go up to the I'll go up the room. An excellent idea. <laughs> from the Fandible Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you want to hear more, remember to go to Fandible.com. We have a long backlog of games, and at Fandible Weekly, there is a game for every voice, so we know that you'll find something else enjoyable there. If you want even more of us, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Facebook as Fandible. And if you really want to support us, check us out on Patreon. We use the funds from there to buy new games, keep our equipment up to date, and go to cons. And you get great bonus material like early access to games or access to our private Discord where you can hang out with other Fandible fans. Either way, thanks so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you again next week.